Uh, I'm Simon Scholes. I am the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. And the reason I'm here to try and help you is because as a brand, as a business, we help businesses create content for their social media, be it visual, animation, video, aerial photography, all that kind of stuff. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand, not every business was in a position to spend money on a regular basis, having consistent content created for their social media channels. However, consistency is essential on social media. Putting out content once a month is not good enough unless you already have millions of people following you, which most of us don't. So if you don't have millions of people following you, what could you do yourself? If you don't have the budgets to have an agency like mine creating content for you, what could you do? I sat down. I came up with a process. It was the stuff I've been talking about, stuff other people have been talking about, bastardized it all into my own words and called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. I turned it into a book. It went to number one. Uh, you can still get hold of it now for like 99p. It's available in the section below. And it's all about everything from marketing planning through to podcasting and the stuff that happens in between as well, which is basically making your content work harder for you, repurposing what you can do to repurpose all that kind of stuff. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. So we're going to be talking about is customer service. So yesterday on my podcast, it was World Quality Day yesterday, and I spoke all about customer service on a weekend and how important customer service is on a weekend. And if you don't turn your notifications on on your phone, there's a chance that people could be sat waiting for a message back from you, and it could be good or bad, um, and you're not going back to them until Monday. So they have a chance to dwell on the fact that you haven't gone back to them if they're, if it's a bad message. And so that becomes bad customer service and bad PR because they start telling other people about it on social media. And it becomes a bit of a minefield for businesses generally. And so I kind of let that go. And today's subject matter was going to be something completely different. And then I was told about a story by Ed McIntyre, who was one of my guests on my live a few weeks ago. He does the Leeds United podcast, if you remember. And so we were chatting away on um, Messenger on Facebook. And he told me about this story about um, this lady whose dad had bought a kitchen from a very well-known kitchen company. And I'm not going to mention names, but that very well-known kitchen company were doing the thing and they were going to get it delivered to her dad. Unfortunately, her dad then had to um, shield. He had to put himself into quarantine because of COVID. I can't remember if the story was exactly he had it or somebody he knew been in contact with had it, but he had to go into quarantine. So he contacted the guys at this particular kitchen company and said, look, I've got to go into quarantine. Obviously, we're going to have to delay the delivery of said kitchen. Could you give me a new delivery date? To which they turned around and went, tough titty you're going to get the kitchen and that's it you did, we won't install it obviously but tough and he's like well where am I going to store it and what about the old kitchen you're going to take that away and it just all became a bit of a nightmare and basically they just ignored his complaints and his worries and his woes and then his daughter took it upon herself to start talking about it on social media she's a Leeds United fan and um, she told the whole story and how this kitchen company had basically started to ignore the messages from her father. They ignored her on social media. She'd gone to them and complained. And then all of her following and all the Leeds United following that follow her started having a bit of a go at this particular kitchen company. Not the best PR in the world. 
Now, it's taken some time, and there seems to be some sort of resolve there. We're not really sure, but it looks like the kitchen company have kind of apologized and, and tried to sort things out, but they've said this person has to delete all the original text and tweets and all that kind of stuff that she put out. And so it's all a bit weird, but really not very good PR for this particular company, like terrible PR. And this is a big conglomerate. Now, if you're a small business and somebody comes to you and gives you bad PR on your business page, on your Twitter feed, wherever it might be, you need to tackle that. And you need to tackle it creatively or funnily or actually go back to them with empathy and actually give a damn because so many brands and businesses don't have any level of empathy for their customers and for the people who follow them on their social media. And if you're the one who does have the empathy, you'll stand out. And as a small business, it's so important. Can you imagine if you were like a small local kitchen company? And that happened. And hundreds of people then got on the bandwagon and gave you bad PR. That would probably be the end of your business. Now, this company is a nationwide company. So they're kind of going to swallow the, the problem because they can. They've got money coming in. But if you're a small business, you can't afford to not have good customer service on social media. So be it going back to people quickly with quick responses. So when people actually put in a complaint or even a good message, the good, the bad, and the ugly, you respond to those things quickly. And and in, like I say, in a funny way or creative way or like an empathetic way, whatever the issue might be, you've obviously got to gauge it. If it's a funny thing, then you've got to have some fun alongside it and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the, the big one that I'm, I remember and I, and I found a little while ago, and I want to share, share this one with you because I think it's quite a, a funny one, is uh, this one right here. Let me just uh, dig it out for you. So this was um, this was a, a, a letter, a, a tweet sent um, to Samsung Canada. Hello, I've bought many Samsung products. I currently have a Samsung LCD TV, a Galaxy S, a Samsung laptop. And I was wondering if I could have a free Galaxy S3. I've attached a picture of a dragon I drew just for you. Have a great day. So Samsung Canada got that message. And then this next piece of content is what went absolutely viral for not only Shane, but for Samsung. And it's the best publicity ever. It's cost them nothing to do this, really. In the grand scheme of things, for a multi-million pound company, but imagine the great PR they got from doing this. They sent him the phone that he wanted, the Galaxy S3. But not only that, they took the picture of the dragon that he had drawn and turned it into a phone case so that the case on the phone was personalized as well. How good is that as PR? So simple. So simple. Yeah, they had a bit of fun back with him. He thought he was kind of taking the piss a little bit. I'm not really going to get a free phone from them, but I think, I think I'll try my luck. He tried his luck, and they went the extra mile by not only sending him the phone, but personalizing it as well. How cool is that? That's so cool. Brands, you've got to take heed of this kind of thing. Yes, okay, they're a big company. They can do this, but if you're getting... Anything, good, bad, or ugly, on your social media, you have to respond to it. It's a real dick move not to go back to these messages. And even more so, from what I've heard on this story, 
they actually the kitchen company actually blocked people who were complaining to them too much. I just I cannot fathom their thought process behind this or the people who run their social media's thought process. Maybe it's if we bury our heads in the sand, then it'll just go away. If I, if I look over here and the problem's over here, then I can't see it. So it's okay. It's not a problem anymore. And And it is because social media is global. So if you are a business that tries to trade globally or even just locally, it could have disastrous measures for you. There was another great story. Um, this one I'm going to have to read. But um, JetBlue Airline over in the States, um, there was a chap, he, he contacted them and said, look, I've been on a flight for four hours and this has been my view. And he showed the TV screen and the TV was out completely on his flight. So they could have ignored him. They could have made of an excuse and just said, oh, yeah, technical issues, blah, blah, blah. But rather than anything of that, they were empathetic. They went back to him and just went, oh, no, that's horrendous. We hate it when that kind of thing happens. Let us reimburse you some of your flight ticket for the inconvenience of not having in-flight entertainment. It's so simple. It's so simple. Yet, Small and big brands get it so wrong all the time. Like I say, this brand that I've been talking about actually blocked people because they didn't want to hear the story anymore of how bad their customer service was. That's horrendous. And you can't do that. Social media is too powerful of a tool to go for you or completely against you. They don't know who that person knows. They could have a 1,000 people on Twitter. But all thousand of those people could be interactive. So they could share that story. That could be the end of a business full stop. But what if that thousand people on Twitter person actually has a YouTube channel and they don't really use Twitter all that much, but they thought they would use it to try and contact this company. But on YouTube, they've got a million people. And then they start telling that story. It's a bit like going networking. You don't go networking to meet the people who you are meeting with. You go to network with the people to build a relationship with them, have an emotional connection, because you don't know who they are going to know. Don't get me wrong. It would be great to do business with the people who are networking as well. But it's like BNI. Not one of my favorite networking events, I must admit. <clears throat> but they do like a referral system because it's, <coughs> excuse me, it's not who I am but it's who I know. Who am I doing business for? If I am a person who was filming a really cool piece of kit in somebody's garden, as I was the other week, and then I noticed they've got problems with their fence panels, and I say to them, oh, your fence is looking a bit dodgy. Have you got anybody to fix it? And I know somebody who's a fencer who goes to my BNI, then I can pass on that detail and that referral so that person could get money. You see what I mean? You just never know who somebody might know. So be really careful with your social media and the complaints and the good things that come in. Respond to them all. Respond to every comment. Respond to every complaint. Respond to every DM if you possibly can do. If you're getting millions, I understand it's not that simple and you might need to hire a team. Let's be honest, if you're getting millions, you probably already have a team and they need to be pulling a finger out their ass. But if you're getting tens, maybe twenties of like questions or DMs or complaints or good good messages, go back to those people and say, really glad that you like the product. No, I'm really sorry to hear this. Let's get this sorted for you as quickly as we possibly can do. 
because the PR on the other side is likely to be huge. That Jet Two Blue, uh, Jet Blue story, they did that. They gave some money back to the guy, and he tweeted 20 minutes after they'd gone back to him and said, have some money back, and said, what amazing and quick customer care. <clears throat> that tweet then went viral, just simply because he'd said how good they were. That's great PR, and it doesn't cost you anything other than actually just thinking your process out a little bit and understanding that social media is a scarily powerful tool for your brand and for your business. Okay, there you have it. I'm uh, I'm not going to keep dwelling on this subject matter, but I think it's a really important one to, to think about for your brand and for your business. Have you got any messages that you've maybe kind of just swept under the carpet or ignored a little bit? Go back to them. And uh, in this age of no, no customer care, be the ones who offer customer care. Go that extra mile. Be a little bit different. And uh, you'll be amazed how much that could win over people more so on social media. Right, let's have a look at some of the questions uh, that come through. Um, we've got Ed watching and Miles watching. Good evening to you guys. Uh, Gary Bernson as well, who's uh, watching over on LinkedIn. Uh, and he couldn't agree more about the, uh, the customer service side of things. Um, and yeah, Ed's saying he, he just can't believe that some businesses just don't try and fix any bridges. I just, I don't understand it. I really don't. Anyway, right, let's have a look, see if we've got any questions. If you're watching on any platform right now, you've got any questions at all, stick them in the comments. I will try and get through them all tonight uh, before I probably at some point or another get attacked by a toddler who wants me to play. Um, so let's have a look. Um, okay, Ed is asking a question, actually. Uh, doesn't having your brand's Twitter social media account on private affect the growth in any way? Okay, I'm... Trying, uh, so you, do you mean like a locked page, business page on Facebook? Um, and I mean, yes, it does because people can't find you. If your accounts are private, nobody can see you. So it's all well and good that, yeah, people can, can find you if you give them your details and let you know that you exist. But if you're if your page is on private or your Twitter account is private and locked down for people to see if you want them to see it or your Instagram is private, it's going to really affect your growth massively so because people just can't find you. Or in Instagram's case, they can maybe find you, but they can't see your images. So then they go, oh, well, I can't see any of your images and I don't know whether your photography is any good or you, there's any value involved. Nah, I'm just not going to bother. Unless they know you, they're not going to bother trying to follow you. So, yeah, having your account set up as private, pretty much a no-no, to be honest. Um, definitely just, yeah, don't do not do it. Don't do it. If you want to grow your brand and your business, keep them public. It's just one of those things you're going to have to live with. Okay. Um, okay, so this is a good one coming through from uh, Lots, who says, with customer service, you might get a troll, should you respond to trolls? Okay, so I had a prime example of this the other week. I think you do. I, I, I personally, I would respond to a troll. Personally, I would kill them with kindness. I would probably make them feel a little bit of a fool as well. But that's just the way I would approach it. I would always definitely go back to people and try and own it a little bit and just try and break down that border of, of communication because they're a troll, but they're also a human being. There's a reason they're trolling. 
it's probably because they're having a really bad day or a bad week or a bad life. Um, let's face it, at the moment, we're all going through bad times. They could be in a really bad place and just wanting to take it out on you. But I would always try and go back and break that barrier down a little bit and just, and just ask them why. I mean, I don't know what the comments would be that they're coming to you, but um, for me, I would always just like ask, well, why do you think that? What makes you say that? What, why do you feel that way? Because that way you're kind of breaking down that barrier. You're making them realize you are a human being. You're happy to talk to them. You're happy to try and communicate and see if you can get some level of communication that way. The other thing to remember is as well, they are part of the algorithm. The algorithm will see their content, see their interactions, see their dislikes, see their messages, whatever it might be, and treat them as positives because it doesn't differentiate. It doesn't. It doesn't go, oh, well, they're saying you're shit because it doesn't read it that way. It just sees a comment come up on your content and goes, okay, well, fair enough. That's a comment. And then the person who content is has gone back to them and then they've gone back to them and then they've gone back again and then back again so they start seeing a conversation and they start giving you real loads of positives extra points on the algorithm so your content keeps getting seen by more and more people so trolls kind of like a, a more of a positive than a negative in, in my viewpoint unless you get somebody who's really bloody horrible and you do get them don't get me wrong you get some people who just are thoroughly unpleasant and say some pretty horrible stuff. Um, but if you can get past that, um, I think trolls can be quite a powerful tool uh, for your your content to be seen by more people. Right, that's about it. Um, no more questions coming in, and I am going to disappear. I'm going to go finish my coffee. I'm going to go play Duplo Lego Trains with my little boy. So until Wednesday, uh, when I will be back again, chatting podcasts again uh, with Neil Velio, who is a podcast expert. Um, thank you very much for watching today. If you are brand new, whatever platform you're watching on, make sure you hit like, follow, subscribe, wherever you are. Uh, hit the notifications button as well on Facebook and on YouTube so you don't miss out on any of my future content. And uh, yeah, until Wednesday, in these crazy times, we're almost nearly, what, we're five days in now to a new lockdown by Wednesday. It'll be almost a full week. Uh, please continue to stay safe and have a good one. I'll see you then. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.